0: everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today I want to share with you a coaching session that I did with a listener of the podcast. If you're interested in doing a free recorded coaching call that I might share with the listeners of the podcast, you can send me a message on Instagram. My Instagram name is Amber Grubman, uh, just my name. And just shoot me a message and let me know that you want to do a free recorded call And then I'll send you a link to schedule that call. I actually do the calls much more frequently than you might notice because I don't always post the calls on this podcast. I only post it if I feel like it's something that a lot of women message me about and is a really common uh, topic or challenge for the listeners of the podcast. So I'm always still happy to talk to everybody though and do that coaching session on your specific situation two more things before we get into the episode. One, if you're enjoying the podcast and you're a frequent listener and you want to support me in some way, the best way to do that is to leave a review on iTunes. And I appreciate looking at those so much. And I know it's a little bit tricky, so what you have to do in order to leave a review is search for Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast in the podcast app. As if you're looking for a new podcast then select that podcast when it comes up it's the first one and scroll down until you see the reviews and then there there will be an option to leave a review in case you do want to do that and thank you so much and then i also want to let you know about my free guide called copy and paste texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky if you want access to that guide there's going to be a link in the show notes for you all right, so here is the coaching call. When you re-entered the dating scene, what were you hoping to create in your dating life?
1: Um to find see I'm a real different sort of girl. Like I like getting in the outdoors and full driving and camping and fishing and all that stuff and some guys uh, well, a lot of guys love that, but some of them don't respond well to women doing that, or there are some guys that don't like that. So, for me, I was out trying to find a guy that was similar to me where we could share our passions and interests, become, like, best friends in a way as well as lovers, and and I'm, I'm looking for that. And so I've just kind of – I don't know. I seem to be attracting the total opposite where I attract the assholes and the douchebags and the time wasters and the ghosters and,
0: yeah – hmm. And so right now at this level of commitment from him and openness to um, only dating you and being like all in on this relationship, does that feel good to you?
1: Yes, but it also I guess there's fear coming up and I'm unsure as to why. And there have been moments where I'll go through massive anxiety, panic attacks, and all I want to do is call it off and run the other direction. And I, I think that's my fight or flight mode kicking in just out of fear from the past and not wanting to be heard again.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you, both of you, specifically agree to be exclusive or he just said, I haven't been on any, any dates since I've met you?
1: Yeah, that's it. So he said he hasn't been on any dates. He's not seeing anyone else. And I've said the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So probably but if it, I were – sorry, you were going to say something?
1: Yeah, all I was going to say is I did say to him, though, that, look, if you are still shopping around and you are looking for other women, I'm not going to be here and be a side chick. I'm a, I'm a one-man type of girl. And even when I'm dating, I only put my energy into one guy. And I said, if by some chance you are still looking around or you meet someone else, please let me know because uh, we'll end this right now. And, yeah, that's when he said, no, there's no one else on the scene. But So I assume him still being on online dating and being active would be him just checking his notifications and seeing who's there. I don't know if he's doing anything on there, like if he's talking to anyone or, or what.
0: Oh, you've seen him on there still? Yes. Okay. And how do you feel in your body when you see that? Fear. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, fear. I think it's fear of being replaced or fear of him finding someone
0: else. Right. Um, Is there any part of you that feels upset when you both agreed that you wouldn't date other people, but he's still active on dating apps? Yes. Okay. And do you express that to him?
1: I haven't recently, no.
0: Why do you not express it to him?
1: Because I've already said it once, and I don't want to be, I don't want to hand him.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, something upsets you, doesn't feel right to you, doesn't feel comfortable to you, and you have a rule or idea that you're only allowed to bring it up once. And if the person doesn't agree or do it or it doesn't get resolved, then it's kind of your own problem now. Mm-hmm. Where does that rule come from?
1: I don't know. And we're not, we're not like, not comm- in a committed relationship. So really, I believe that I don't have the the traction to say that, hey, you shouldn't be on here.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's dating, then there's being exclusive, and then there's being in a committed relationship. And that is actually irrelevant um, in this situation, because there are expectations that we have of other people. And then there's agreements that we have with other people. So the expectations are the ideas in our head about what other people should or shouldn't do that we like Mm -hmm. or don't like. And the agreements are when we communicate those expectations to other people. And they actually say, yeah, I'm okay with doing that. And I want to do that. And Mm. so you had an expectation that if he is saying that he wants to slow down and wait until things are finalized with his divorce and um, not get into a committed relationship right now while that's going on, that he would not date other people. That was your expectation. And that's Mm -hmm. what would feel good to you. And you communicated that to him and he agreed to that expectation and said, that's fine. And I'm happy to do that. Right. Mm. Yeah. And so that was the first conversation. And then sometimes even when we have agreements with people, they don't follow through on those agreements because, you know, humans. Um, yeah. And now you feel like you can't say it again. But I would actually um, have a different opinion, which is that, hey, like we had an agreement together and now you're not upholding your side of the agreement, which upsets me because that was part of my um, like boundary and container of security or uh, comfort with continuing to date you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: The same way if I had the conversation with my boyfriend when we first started dating about being exclusive, and then I saw that he was on another date with somebody or even just still had the app and was swiping through it, I would feel uncomfortable because part of me agreeing to move forward with you was that we had this agreement between us. And so we do have to have another conversation if you are not upholding that agreement because that affects me and how I feel and whether or not I want to continue moving forward with you Mm -hmm.
1: so how do I stand though now I've deleted my account and I've got no way of seeing if he's still on there how do I bring that up
0: when was the last time that you saw him on there still
1: uh mid last week and the worst part was is we'd been in conversation and then he ignored my last message and then I thought Hmm, gut instinct jumped on there and he was online on there and I was like oh okay so you're ignoring me and then that was the silly thing that I'm like oh you're ignoring me to talk to other women I'm like but then he might not be talking to anyone he might just be logging in to look at notifications but I don't think like that I think that I think the worst and think he is talking to someone
0: and it's a specific dating app yeah yeah plenty right. of fish okay yes so a really simple formula for effective and vulnerable and um, compassionate communication with other people is when you, I feel, because. Mm-hmm. So when you still have your dating app active and you check it consistently and especially in front of me, I feel afraid because I worry that I might be wasting my time dating you when you are trying to replace me or still interested in shopping around Mm -hmm. um first of all that was just my interpretation but you might have a different way of communicating that but that's just what I I heard from you so far
1: no, that's great. No, the good thing is is he doesn't ever use the app in front of me. It's just when I'm away from him. And that's like because we live about forty-five minutes away from each other.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: um that's the other thing I've noticed too. Like in the beginning, he was he made the effort to come down here. Like I remember for Christmas Eve. He's like, um
0: Okay, so um before we get into that, I want to address what you initially said before <laughs> we started talking about that, which yep. is yep. The good news is he only breaks our agreements when I'm not there. Yes. So is that good news? No, definitely not. Right. So I know for me personally, I want to date somebody where I know that I don't have to constantly check up on them or make sure that they're still upholding our agreements and that they would just respect me whether I'm there watching or not. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of women, and especially women who have some sort of history of abuse, whether it's emotional or physical, have a pattern or tendency of not feeling like their emotions are valid and therefore not speaking up uh, on behalf of them or setting boundaries to protect themselves mm-hmm. emotionally. Um, So you're investing in this person emotionally and things are happening in this relationship where it it doesn't feel good to you, like agreements are not being met or um, there's a certain level of desire or commitment or uh, investment that you want from the other person and they're not exhibiting that. But my guess is you have a habit of just saying like, oh, well... I'm being sensitive or oh I just need to be patient or oh I just need to be this or that or I'm irrational or crazy or insecure this and like does any of that sound familiar
1: yeah yeah
0: so um, the first thing is I would not even consider moving forward with somebody um, especially in their early stages if so soon into that they start breaking those agreements Mm -hmm. and I know like when you get on this call, that's like not what you want to hear, um, especially when you find a catch and you have mm. so much in common and he, you probably have so much fun with him and like on every other level, it's so amazing. Yeah. Um, but if very early on already, they're able to, to your face, create an agreement with you and then even in front of you and especially behind your back, break that agreement repeatedly that to me would be a sign to stop investing in that relationship all right
1: so is the best way to approach this well because i only get to see him on weekends and i've got no guarantee like um unless i wait until i see him sunday if he's still staying over um in saying that though i did send him a message when was it yesterday Saying that I'll be in his town tomorrow because I've got to duck into town for something and ask him if he'd like to catch up for for lunch. And he said he'd be around um, with any luck. So, do you think I should be broaching it over lunch with him tomorrow or should I be waiting until it's out of a work environment and wait until he comes and stays at mine or should I just cut it off via text?
0: I feel like um, a phone call would be appropriate at this point in the relationship and with the amount of time that you've known each other and at the level of commitment
1: yeah um there was one other thing too around this whole him still being on the online dating something come up the other day too another one where he ignored my message while we were conversing and next minute popped up in my news feed and it was this photo of this really attractive girl holding a gun and his comment was and I see you don't have a ring on the finger haha ha. and for me that was highly disrespectful like mm-hmm. it made my heart sink And he copped abuse from so many people
0: Mm -hmm. because of that
1: comment and how he was being insensitive to her and all that sort of stuff.
0: I should be taking
1: that as a bad thing too, shouldn't I?
0: Yeah. So here's the thing. I used to struggle so much in past relationships with jealousy and fear of abandonment and anxiety and all of that kind of stuff. And, um, then I sought out help and coaching tools to eliminate those emotions and to not feel that in my relationships and to be able to trust somebody. And that was really helpful to an extent. But at some point, what came out of that was that I blamed myself for everything. And anytime I felt any jealousy or fear or something off about any like woman or relationship in a, while I was in a relationship, I would think, oh, there I go being jealous again. Oh, mm-hmm. there I go being insecure again. Mm-hmm. And I always figured that there was no possibility that something outside there was off. And it was always yeah. me and my insecurities. Mm-hmm. And therefore I wouldn't speak up about anything. I wouldn't set any boundaries. I Or even if I did, it would take me like a month (laughs) to think about like, do I really have the right to be upset in this situation? And it led to a lot of conflict. Um, So it sounds like you're a very self-aware person. Um, Mm -hmm. You're noticing when there's discomfort. And it's really important to have a healthy level of self-awareness where you're able to distinguish like, okay, like there's definitely some insecurity being triggered here, but also I really just don't feel comfortable with that situation outside. Mm. Like the person I'm dating who is supposed to be exclusive with me based on our conversation is making flirty comments with other women or something just triggered me about that comment that he made or he is still on an online dating site. Like something feels really triggered in me. And often it's a mixture. It's like, this brings up insecurities about when I was cheated on. And it's also um, something outside that might need like an adjustment or a boundary. And the most important thing is to get in the habit of communicating those things, especially Mm -hmm. once you're in a relationship. So now, like, as you find the balance between healing your own insecurities versus creating boundaries outside of you once you're in a relationship like sometimes i bring things up that i'm uncomfortable with and then through communication with my partner i'll notice like this really was just from an insecurity and like it's actually okay like i got triggered and the person is supporting me through that Mm -hmm. and other times we've had conversations where it's like yeah that really did feel uncomfortable and i don't want that in my relationship Mm -hmm. um or it's not that they did something wrong or bad. It's just too much for me at this level in my development emotionally. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts so far?
1: Yeah, it's everything that I've been feeling like I've been backwards and forwards between thinking, oh, it's just me being clingy or me being insecure and this is normal. He said he's taking his time. Maybe I've just got to accept it, but no, I've just been making excuses for him and, I need to start listening to my gut instinct, my intuition as to how I'm actually feeling. Mm -hmm. And it makes me feel like shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's so important for you to begin to validate that. And that actually can really help um, guide you into a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. One that feels mutually beneficial and supportive and um, like co-committed. Mm-hmm.
1: So if I'm going to be in town tomorrow, do you think I should just make the effort and catch up with him and just say to him over a coffee to say, "Hey, look, I'm really sorry, but after our conversation, you told me you're not dating anyone else, and you said, and I said, that's that's fine. But since then, like I know you're still active on dating, and I've seen your flirtatious comments on. But then it sounds like I'm a stalker, and I don't want it to come across sounding like I'm a stalker.
0: Mm hmm. Um, I certainly wouldn't do it over coffee and a chat. Um, no it. matter what, I would just have that conversation and that alone and end it. Um, And like, it's silly <laughs> to think like, oh, I'll just post stuff on social media publicly. And if you find that or see that you're a stalker.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, like, sure. <laughs> So if he then turns around and says, no, I'm serious about this, I want this to work, I'll delete my dating profile now and I'll make more of an effort, then what do I do?
0: I would at that point honestly based on also your gut feeling about like the types of comments he's making towards other women and his like um, just like very uh, like it was like as if he wasn't even trying to show you that he wasn't trying to hurt you Mm. with the online dating thing. So based on that behavior, I would not continue that personally. Okay. Now that's good. That really, yeah,
1: as much as it sucks,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and, like, um, every time you do that, you honor your gut feeling, you honor your emotions, you honor your – own like even insecurities you honor them um it strengthens that muscle and it guides you to Mm -hmm. a more healthy relationship like it's a step in the right direction Mm -hmm.
1: like am i expecting two months too much when it's only two months in
0: no (laughs) okay good that's all i wanted to know (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) i just feel like i'm a crazy stage five clinger (laughs)
0: No, I don't think so. Most women think that, but it's usually just um, not acknowledging and appreciating your own yeah. like human needs. All right.
1: I might even just send him a nice text message today and just be like, look, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm done.
0: Mm-hmm. I just don't even know
1: if I feel comfortable doing it over the phone because I think I might get too emotional.
0: Yeah. I, I'm not one I- to do it via text, but. Yeah, and definitely set like a boundary and come in with your mind made up, of yep. like this is how it is, and I don't want to get into a really long discussion about it, and like that's it. Mm-hmm.
1: Even if he does, even even if he does try to change, you wouldn't accept it. Like if he starts to make an effort and really proves himself over no, time, I, you...
0: I really trust your gut feeling. Okay. Okay, because,
1: yeah, I've been talking to, like, oh, we've got mutual friends, but, like, they're um, are much older and they're friends with his parents, but they know him and they've seen me in the street and they're like, oh, I'm so happy for you too. I couldn't imagine anyone better for each of you two are going to make such a great couple. He's such a good guy and blah, 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 blah. And everyone's told me I'm going to have no problems with him, but I just mm-hmm. didn't think he'd be like this. Maybe he just hasn't worked through all his shit over the divorce. And he's just trying to get all the attention and build his own ego up. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's important not to try and like diagnose because then when we diagnose, we try to heal and fix. Um, So we're like, oh, well, if it's that, then I'll just like help you and heal you. Um, Mm -hmm. And most people and couples that you see around, like you have no idea what's going on in their world. Um, mm-hmm. It's very easy to meet somebody or see a couple and just assume everything's perfect and they're going to last forever and all of that stuff. But it's important to honor and respect your emotions above anybody else's perception, which is going to be more limited than your perception being in the relationship.
1: hmm. All right. That's great.
0: All right. Well, do you have any other questions before we end our call? Nope. Today? Alright good. I'm just going
1: to get over my nerves and fear of sending a message.
0: Awesome. Glad to help.
1: <sighs> Thank you so much Amber, I appreciate it.
0: You're welcome.